0: Song of the
1: soul. And
2: we'll this song. We've got another gem for today's Song of the Soul, Phil Circle, and that's his real name, not an assumed stage name. I learned about Phil very shortly after he landed in Eau Claire, thanks to the vigilant attention of our local Volume 1 magazine. A singer and songwriter with varieties of folk jazz, rock, classical, and even more in his guitar and music, Phil has done a lot of intense living, singing his way through the growth and change. Phil Circle joins me today in my dining room. Phil, it's great to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Thank you for having me. And we're lucky to have you living in the Chippewa Valley. I think it's two and a half years now that you've been here. Yes. Uh, What brought you to the Great North? My wife is from here, and we were touring a lot, living in Chicago. We were
3: out three times in 2010, out on the road, and we were paying exorbitant prices for a really bad apartment, and, you know, so... Chicago rates, you're saying? Yeah, yeah, it was really... Like, the, you know, when the furnace isn't working in the winter, there's an issue. But we were out on the road, you know, three times for long tours, and then eight other times for, like, weekend. Stints. Well, what do we do? At the very least, we need to go somewhere where we can not spend all the money that we have and have no means. Therefore, her parents have a house in Eau Claire, so we'll go up to Eau Claire. Then we got there and we, you know, I don't want to sit around. We should get some kind of job. Or I should get a gig or something. And then within a week, both of us were employed. And here we are. Wait, so you can tour from this base? Well, yeah, that's the thing, too. I mean, we we keep going back down to Chicago. We went out to L.A. uh, back in December. Yeah, yeah, we can can go anywhere, and uh, we're paying for an apartment in Eau Claire downtown, and it's a beautiful apartment. We love it. That same thing would cost us about $2,500 in Chicago, and we're paying, like, nothing.
2: Music scene, did that have anything to do with it?
3: I knew nothing about the music scene uh, when we got here, and I was worried then it took no time at all for me to meet like all the people in the valley that are are, that do well and in fact they were coming up to me and telling me what you do is you go to an open mic to get to know any given music scene you're going to meet the people and right away they were telling me how much i i should charge and i was like wow that's better than i got in chicago half the time it's suffering a little bit and it's nothing wrong with boniver justin vernon It's awesome. I mean, it's a beautiful thing that, you know, his music brought attention to Eau Claire. And Eau Claire, UW Eau Claire, has now the best jazz program in the country. And I went to what used to be the best jazz program in the country in Chicago, Columbia. I can make like five phone calls and find incredible musicians to back me up for a show and all that. But the other problem that happens when you have this incredible music scene. Is you get these kids you know the dude I just want to play man then they go to the the venues now the venues are accustomed to paying a certain rate but when you walk into a venue and this is what this is what happened in Chicago and also had a lot to do with me leaving they just walk in and go yeah we want a gig well what do you charge man we just want to play they kind of go okay thanks for playing for free You know, or they'll come up with some, you know, minimal. They'll give you some drinks or something. Right, yeah, here's two drink tickets and, you know. And, I mean, Chicago got so bad that even where I'm on the radio there to this day and can go to any venue and get a a show and go back there and pack a house, I'd still make nothing or next to certainly nothing you can live on. When 20 years ago nobody knew me, I made more money. Mm -hmm. And so it concerns me. What's happening in the valley in that sense that they're starting to give it away a little bit and they need to stand their ground and go, no, we have a really, it really is an outstanding music and art scene. I mean, from our apartment, we can walk to five different venues. There's artwork on the street, you know, and that kind of stuff.
2: Let's get started with your music. What song do you want to share first?
3: There's a River. I wanted to put this song on first because my dad, Bob Circle, would have been uh, 90 last Sunday. He was an incredible man, raised six of us, none of us his his blood, but he treated us like we were. Uh, He had been previously married, she died of cancer, he adopted two kids, then he married my mom when she and my biological dad broke up, and he adopted me, but again raised six kids. With the passion of any father, you know, that any father should raise. And when he passed away, I still went to work that day, you know, and I wrote this song. It's basically his philosophy that there's a connection we all have. So it's, it really just speaks of the way he taught me. And
2: that's a good start for a song of the soul. Yes, exactly. Yeah, quite a soul. Well, let's listen to Phil Circle playing There Is a River.
0: My troubles to the water When I'm drowning then I try to stay afloat Awaken to the hardship of the father I'm surrounded by his given strength to cope And I find that There's a river that it flows past all my pain I'm reminding to deliver my love and touch By morning bird that's singing on a wire As the sun is filtering warmly through the
1: trees,
0: and I feel burning deep, intense fire, it burns away the heart that never sees, and I find that there's a river that it flows past all my pain. Reminded To deliver My love Some stand and deliver. All hope and fear that rope will come undone. But when you listen to the burden that they carry, you wonder if they ever will be one, and you find that there's a river and it flows.
2: circle there is a river and of course it's metaphorical too you know I mean
3: its I've always found that water is a great metaphor for the human spirit and the connection between people I don't know why exactly I can't swim but (laughs) 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 but I am swimming through life you know for some reason I've always connected to water and how it flows like life we're all part of it, and we hit rapids, and we hit smooth. And,
2: and water wears away things by its patience, its continuous running. Yeah, very well put, yes. You said that the messages there were inspired by your father. You also mentioned your biological father.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: How much was your biological father in the picture? How did, How did that work out for you? You know, I keep
3: trying to figure that out. I was the fourth child and family legend has it anyway (laughs) that my mom uh, got pregnant with me after five years you know she was 38 when she had me after five years and their marriage is failing that she had me to try and keep him around and then i was born premature by two months and thrown in an incubator for two and a half weeks and never knew the man i have uh, three siblings knew him well uh, would go visit him and all that kind of stuff. But when I was two, my mom remarried. Then, you know, the guy she remarried, Bob Circle. It went from Bob Jones, as my biological father. So I was born Jones. So I go from a typical name to an atypical name. You know? <laughs> but a good showbiz name, I guess. And so uh, then my mom married this guy, Bob Circle. And uh, he adopted me. Then, you know, I had a lot of anger about it. He left the minute I was born. He pulled up in a U-Haul, my mom came out and said, what's this about? He said, I'm leaving you. And it it creates a lot of emotion and it makes you really examine your soul, who you are, what's going on, created a lot of holes in my life and music filled that. My mom, having been a musician, had a lot to do with it. Being in the arts was a powerful part of me dealing with this anger toward this guy I didn't even know. How do you get angry at somebody you don't know? I look and sound like him. And I'm glad to know, knowing him now, that I'll still have hair when I'm 88. You know, (laughs) as you rub your head, you know, go dang if I hadn't. Got the wrong dad, did (laughs) I? But, yeah, I mean, I called him on on Easter to wish him a happy Easter. And we talked for a while and and stuff. And he's a fascinating guy. He was a Harvard physicist. So when I finally met him face-to-face uh, when I was 25, and that's almost 25 years ago, I found him funny, intelligent, good-looking, of course, because I look uh, like of him. Course, yeah, of know, course, of so, course. <laughs> <know, laughs> but, you know, and I've always kept in touch. And then his second wife who passed away, he went and he married again, and I like his, his new wife. It's fun to know him. And it, to me, life is a, a journey. When people adhere to this is the way I was when I was fifteen, and I'm going to stay there. That's well narrow-minded. It doesn't approach the spirit that you should have,
2: the spirit of exploration as a human being. You mentioned that your mother evidently was in music. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the lyrics, the the message of "There Is a River" came from Bob Circle, your mm-hmm. adopted your adopted father, mm-hmm. right? Did you get your music from him? That sounded more like Eric Clapton. Was your dad also Eric Clapton or something? <laughs> well, thank you for the compliment, first of all. And I was heavily influenced by
3: Eric Clapton. When I was seven years old, the week that I turned seven, my parents, my, my dad would take any opportunity to get a tax deduction. So he has a client in New Orleans. And so he took the whole family down. And you know, we're going on a vacation. We're walking down Bourbon Street, Preservation Hall, jazz band, there's blues. I even had to stop for a minute and look in this bar. And my parents turned around, where's Philip? And I'm standing there staring in this bar. And they come back and grab me, and I'm like, why are those women wearing duct tape? You know, <laughs> you know not knowing, you know, what was going on. And years later, my mom asked me why didn't you go into classical music like I did, because I studied classical guitar, uh, spent a summer in Spain doing so, and I studied jazz and everything to become a better guitar player, to understand my instrument as completely as possible. Yeah, I said, Mom, did, did, you, did you forget that we went to New Orleans when I turned seven? That was much more exciting than wearing a tuxedo and you know sitting up on the stage. And then growing up in Chicago, of course, you just, you're you exposed to jazz and blues and then it exploded with, you know, alternative rock and, and, and anything you can hear there now. And my dad was very much into bluegrass and stuff. He grew up in Appalachia. Uh, I remember walking down riverbeds, in fact, uh, reference to the song, and listening to him and all his Welsh relatives singing old Welsh folk songs in Welsh, just thinking, that's so beautiful, you know. And I love classical music. I just found it a little stodgy, you know. So I, plus, you get more girls, I guess.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you've already got a great girl, so to speak. And we won't say that to her, as a, a feminist, she'll she'll know better than to be let herself be called a girl.
1: Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she'll appreciate the compliment nonetheless. Yeah. But the compliment I'd like to give you is, I'd like to hear some more music of yours so that we get an example of where this has been going over the years. What's up next, Phil? Waves.
3: A special song to me, uh, my mom thought it was my masterpiece, but you know, I, hopefully I'll come up with another. But it's a very spiritual tune, and the, the lyrics pretty much tell the whole story. I woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning, my guitar was sitting right next to me, and I was troubled by things. So I I just reached for my guitar. Music, the original therapist, the original source of spiritualism, what every religion in the world uses to express spiritualism.
0: comes, bask in the shadows. Morning comes, bask in the light. Morning comes, bask in the shadows. Morning comes, bask in the light. In the light. times in a lie all die three times in a lie in a lie waves have lifted me from madness Waves have lifted me from the shore. Waves have lifted me from madness. Waves have lifted me from the shore. Waves have lifted me from madness. Waves have lifted me from the shore. From the shore. Show
1: and show
2: waves. The artist is Phil Circle. His website is philcirclemusic.com. Of course, you can find him on Facebook, and you can find him in the Chippewa Valley now, though he's originally from Chicago. I'm Mark Helpsmeet. I live in the Chippewa Valley, city of Eau Claire, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production on the web at northernspiritradio.org. On our website, you can find almost eight years of our program, Song of the Soul and Spirit in Action. You can listen to and download them. There's places to leave comments. You'll find connections to our guests. And there's a place where you can leave a donation. We live by your donations. It makes a big difference to us. We also want to encourage you to support your local community radio station. It's a vital alternative source of music and news, so please support your local community radio station. Again, I'm Mark Helpsmeet, and my guest is Phil Circle. The song you just heard is Waves. It's from his recording, All That I Am. That's one of 11 CDs he's put out. For today's Song of the Soul, he's only chosen from two of them, and I wanted to ask you about that right away, Phil, because when you've got loving to choose from, is it always the last one that's the best, or how does this go? (laughs) Or was there the one that was spiritual that fits especially well for Song of the Soul? That's a really
3: good question, you know, and I hadn't really thought about it. I just went for stuff based upon what you're doing here. I know "Minutes to, to Circle" and "All That I Am" were both during a time in my life where there was change, and music uh, was the thing that got me through it. And the songs were more spiritual. I mean, I, I could have thrown the Irish drinking song in there, but you know, that's for the bars. <laughs> you know? That's a different kind of spirits, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I guess you know because "Minutes to Circle" came out during a time when my, my you know, when my dad died. Then my mom was sick. Following that, uh, you know, as I came here, I lost, uh, you know, many friends. And so maybe that had something to do with it. I hadn't really thought of it. So you're making me think. And, you know, I also, you know, uh, met my wife, my best friend. She's an incredible woman. You know, and I also went through mental health issues uh, in the midst of everything. You know, I was divorced twice. You know, that didn't lead to good things. And then, you know, just, and then uh, my son was stolen away by his mother, you know, so there was a lot going on, and the music got me through. The music, my friends, my family, and then finding this woman who, you know, was the one that, well, if I would known that all I had to do was
2: wait 20 years to
3: find the right one, (laughs) I might have handled things differently.
2: What's your background religiously, spiritually? It's clear that music is in the midst of your spiritual life right now. What was it to start off with? What did you get from your mother, your father, your adoptive father, your biological father, that mix?
3: I honestly don't know what my biological father practices, but he is a religious man. He goes to church you know, every week. I grew up Episcopalian. My dad, Bob Circle, he grew up Christian scientist He wasn't fond of it because he believed that led to the death of his wife uh, of cancer because they didn't go to the hospital until it was pretty much over. I moved into Buddhist philosophies. I don't really know why other than, I mean, Buddhism is, I call it a philosophy. I I call it a spiritualism. I don't call it a religion. People don't worship Buddha. Buddha was a human being that was enlightened. And so it kind of is very based in the idea that every one of us has a God in us. And I was having dinner with a a couple pastor friends of mine, and one of them said, Well, that would be heresy, but was joking, fortunately, you know, (laughs) because I don't want to, you know, burn in hell. But (laughs) that, you know, whatever you call your God, you need to have a spirit and you need to connect to that and you need to connect to the spirit that humans are connected by you need to remember that we're all part of this spirit this universe this and we all have the potential of being an enlightened human being that we can do good for each other and that it should be based on that it should don't get me on too long of a rant here you can tell me to shut up anytime but the things that Religion has been used for to hurt as an excuse. And I know you don't by any means believe, you know, that, oh, here's a good excuse to wipe out the Native Americans and and slave people and all the wonderful things our land of the free and home of the brave has done. So I don't like when it goes that way. I know that it doesn't go that way because of God or anybody's God. It goes that way because some human being doesn't get it. They don't understand their own spirit. They're not connected to their own spirit. I read a lot of Joseph Campbell, and uh, he taught at a Catholic uh, all-girls college for 40 years, and he's the one that coined Follow Your Bliss, which sounds hokey, hippie, whatever. You know, it's basically, you know, follow what makes you feel the love in life. Appreciate. You know, that's the only thing I, you know, when I do my Buddhist stuff, you know, I, I chant and everything. When I do that, the only thing that I basically ask the universe or the gods or God for is appreciation, and so that's really all I ever pray for. I just I want to have appreciation, especially in the hard times. A year and a half walking around on a popcorn hip before I got surgery and constant pain and not even knowing half, you know, for half that time what it was. I still like I, I was just like let me appreciate my life. There's so many good things in it. I can't stand up when I play music now, but they have, you know, bar stools. You know, let me appreciate bar stools, you know, that kind of thing. You know? And let me appreciate the, the love that I have, the, the woman that I that is my best friend that I can I can sit next to and hold on to. You know, if I have like a manic breakdown or something, I know exactly where to go. I have a multitude of friends, a multitude of family, you know, and that kind of stuff. This is the, the stuff to, to be aware of. Not do I have enough money in the bank? Well, that helps. But I've never been on the street. There's another source of appreciation. I've never been on the street. I should have been about ten times. I'm a musician. You yeah. know, what do you call a guitar player? It's a bigger duty. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Homeless, you know? I guess, is the answer. Yes, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what do you want to play next? So what do you want to play next? Speaking of friends, letter to a friend, it was basically, literally, a letter to my friends. Again, in going through hardship, I just want to, like, kind of thank everybody, you know, to tell them that, you know, I'll be there
2: for you, you know? Letter to a friend, Phil Circle.
0: What I wouldn't do to find on the little- Time downtime, downtime for just you and me to finally breathe the air what I wouldn't say and see you standing there. Bottom of the stairs to your home, it's like a wheel turning, spinning round, taking to the core of what we're living for, life is this, if we ever care. The times you save me from choking on the dust,
1: suffocating tears, and
0: touching out mirrors never. Taking all the rides without brakes. I'm with you down that crooked path. I'm breathing dragons fiery wrath into the ember sun. Life is this. Life is this Life is this I'm to a dark And what we're living
1: for
2: Phil Circle is here with us today for Song of the Soul. That was his song, Letter to a Friend. I guess to multiple friends, of course. Yeah. <laughs> that is also from the All That I Am CD. You can find them on philcirclemusic.com. Trace him down on... Facebook. Or please, just come visit us in the Chippewa Valley here in Eau Claire. You stop downtown, knock on enough doors, and you'll find his. (laughs) But Letter to a Friend. I would say that song is a a good, solid acoustic song. It's folk music. You mentioned on your website, Phil, that even though maybe there's some kind of vital connection to what you might call folk music, there's also everything else in there. I guess that's inevitable with influences from your mother and opera and your father singing Welsh tunes or whatever. <laughs> yeah, 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 you got it. That's probably why I uh, had to become an independent uh,
3: musician. There was no record label on the planet that would sign me, uh, uh, you know, because one album alone, you'll find blues, jazz, folk, you know. Letter to a Friend uh, made it to number three on a folk chart. I don't remember which one it was, probably not an important one, but Then I did a full band version of it, you know? Then I've got songs like Angel, that is, you know, a 5-4 timing, which is like jazz, but it's got a guitar line like the Allman Brothers, and then Afterlife is a jazz
2: tune. You know, I don't write to please, I write to give. I'm into international folk dance, Mm -hmm. and so you've got all these Balkan tunes with really strange time signatures, I want to see you do one of those. I want to see a match what the Bulgarians can do, and so on. <laughs> well, don't ask me to dance.
3: Like the joke I made to, to my orthopedic surgeon when I had my hip replaced. I was like, "You know, Lee, uh, will I be able to dance after the surgery?" And he said, "Of course." I
2: said, "Good, because I couldn't beforehand." <laughs> yes. You know. You're awfully young to have hip replacement. I mean, you're 10 years younger than me. Mm-hmm. Were you just too hip to start with? What was it? <laughs> That's kind of been the ongoing pun, yeah. <laughs> we,
3: but really, comes where this from, a, come from? Self-abuse? Well, there's been, there's been a share of that. Jumping around on stage for 25 years doesn't help. You know, I mean, people don't realize how athletic you can be on stage. I was never the one that liked to sit down and play. So there's there no question that didn't help. But a lifetime with asthma. From the age of nine, I've been on and off prednisone, a corticosteroid, and it dissolves bone. I learned that by the time I think I was 20, I, I learned that that was a, a major side effect. So I was, you know, taking calcium, magnesium, you know, like candy to try and counter it, and apparently didn't. You know, but that—that's pretty much what the doctor said led to it.
2: Well, give us some more music. We're going the hour's gonna end too soon. So, what would you like to share next, Phil? Angel. And why Angel? I mean, obviously, a lot of people are into Angel. Maybe Catholics. I was raised Catholic. I have been Quaker for (laughs) most of my life. But Mm -hmm. uh, angels? Yeah, sure. The angels are there. I've got my own guardian angel, you know, tasked to try and keep me out of trouble. (laughs) But also there's kind of a new age kind of increased appreciation, shall we say, with angels. Is it this kind of angel or or is it? Well, yeah, if my wife is an angel and,
3: you know, whenever we should, you know, move on, uh, I guess we all will be if we're decent people. It's a song about my wife shortly after we met. I think it took us both about two minutes to fall madly in love. I waited a long time to find somebody. I had pretty much given up on love. I thought it was an overestimation of good sex. Then this woman walks past me at the Chicago Actors Studio that I was running at the time. I immediately thought of Lauren McCall, you know, she just had that kind of classic, you know, has this kind of classic beauty, followed her into the office where she was going to interview and stuff. I mean, we just immediately, there was no two ways about it. We. I had to ask her out five times, but it was because uh, she denies this uh, to this day. When I asked her, why did you finally go out with me? She said, I figured I'd get it over with. Um, but <laughs> she denies that, but I swear that's what she said. But the way she explains it is, I figured if you asked me out one more time, you were serious, and she kind of knew that I, you know, I was a musician and actor, and you know, I had kind of a reputation. You know.
2: Yeah. Right. Well, musicians, that's what they're into. Is yeah, yeah. Cheap yeah. tail, right? Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Nothing I have to pay for,
3: right? And uh, in two days will be the anniversary of the first date that she and I had five years ago. And she immediately understood my faults and had no problem with them, accepted me as a human being. Of course, that's what music and, you know, the spirit of music, the soul of the human being. If we were all what any of us might think of as perfect, uh, it would be pretty boring. And without imperfection, we wouldn't have the arts. And she immediately was right there for me as I was going through any hardship. And she's got the strength, like a pillar. It's insane. It's like Khalil Gibran talking about love in The Prophet. She's like that pillar he talks about. But she was totally like an angel to me. She brought me out of the hole that I was in. Head to toe, skin, to soul. She's beautiful. But that's what Angel's about.
0: I can say what's going on, i All my things can't buy myself. She pissed me off Will I get it right? There's so much wrong My fingers hurt from climbing Feet from moving on With the brain that's in it. its spin Got a heart that's wracked in vain Been far too wounded. Too long to win I fall to the ground and start to bleed, she picks me up, angel mine, angel mine, oh my
2: For Song of the Soul today is Phil Circle. That was his song Angel from his Minutes to Circle CD. Find it on his site, PhilCircleMusic.com. One of 11 albums he's put out there. We've had the pleasure of his company so far in the Chippewa Valley for two and a half years. He's a migrant fleeing from Chicago, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> We're really glad to have him here. So, your wife is Angel. If she fills the angel seat in your celestial heavens, who is sitting down in hell? My second wife? (laughs) Is that appropriate to say? (laughs) If that's how you feel. I mean, at one point you love someone, and then it's amazing how easily that can turn to strong feelings in the opposite direction.
3: Well, it's a woman that took my son, who's now 15, and ran off with a student of mine. I haven't seen my son since he was six. And her uh, reasoning was that he's so much like you, it scares me, is what she said. Wherever hell and heaven are, I see them as uh, places that we experience in our life. You know, we can make our own hell right here on earth. I'm not at all a vindictive person. I go on my rants, I get mad, but I let the anger be like, you know, I try to think uh, uh, of how to center it and use it in a positive way. I'm mad about you know racism. I'm mad about war. You know that kind of stuff. There's one person I have very vindictive feelings about would be uh, that woman. You
2: know that she would take my kid and run off. That does rip open a hole in your heart, doesn't it? Big time, big time, yeah. Well, time's winding down. Last song for your song of the soul. What would you like to share, Phil? Afterlife. Afterlife, and again, afterlife is not about. The afterlife.
3: The afterlife. It's uh, many cultures in the world, people will change their name
2: when they have a great change in their life, great growth in their life. I mean, like my wife and I did when we got married. My last name now is Helpsmeet. That's the name that we made up and took when we got married. It said, who are we together? And so you may have a major threshold. You cross over, you get a new name, you get a new identity.
3: Exactly. You know, not a lot of people do that anymore, but I, I know in Japan, they still do. Native America, that was, you know, a huge thing. Mostly like, you know, more what we call, quote-unquote, I'm doing the, the air quotes, uh, primitive cultures, which we could learn a lot from. But it's, there, there was this big change in my life. So that's what the song is about. The year before, I had uh, overdosed. And then on the same day that that happened, because I was into a lot of things at the time. And the same day that, that happened, a year later, on the anniversary of that, I had this really important show, a major Chicago venue that would lead me to much bigger Chicago venues. And I was worrying about that and I, you know being superstitious, you know, I was like, well, man, it's gonna be on that same date that I took too many pills. so I, I sat down with my guitar. Uh, talk to me, you know. <laughs> I just started started playing, and it's about change in life. That if I could get past that death defying day that I had, and it's you know part of the lyrics in there, I can get past this death defying day. You know, so afterlife is simply you're
2: standing here in front of me and living in
3: your afterlife.
2: Afterlife, as in life after life. Yeah, well put. Yes, I'm gonna have to use that next time. <laughs> <You know? laughs> It's by Phil Circle. Afterlife.
0: Gotta start deep down inside. Hard to know the feeling where your heartache resides. Nothing scares me more than falling in love. Skies where they bow the full moon behind the branches. I'm crazy. There's a room for the bones, a river of love. It leads to moans of anguish and sorrow. Brought it on myself, like a chunky on need. Bring it on tomorrow if I try. the cavern in where they drove down that stain deep into my soul I can give myself past that death-defying day You know that I'll live longer in my lonely, happy way I'm conflicted, I'm no victim Strength and madness Weakness and rapture If there really is an answer You can take it to the afterlife to them. And a lively way It all comes together And the little light It lingers Through the fog And freezing weather I'm alive You hate it you cry crying you groans As and dying But it really doesn't hurt Or oh, then it stands at As long as I am standing I'll tell you what i see. When the When come from and forth in rapture. If there really is an answer, you can take me to the afterlife. You can take me, take me to the
2: Circle. He's been our guest today for Song of the Soul. His website, PhilCircleMusic.com. Find him on Facebook. Find him on MySpace. Find him on ReverbNation, and find him in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Altogether, it'll make your life richer. It's been wonderful having time with you here. I'm glad to actually meet you face to face. I've known of you since you've been here in the Chippewa Valley. Again, I just thank you for sharing your music, your gifts your deep passion, for being here today for Song of the Soul. Thank you. I've really enjoyed it. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org.